What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborn, a.k.a. Your Girl Middle Child Lives. And since July offered us five Mondays, we are offering you a third episode. And, spoiler alert, it actually comes with a bonus episode, so see you next week. And also, spoiler alert, it's just me and Logan. So, I know you guys are excited. Oh wait, before I go, disclaimer. Uh, Logan actually held his microphone backwards by accident for the first half of the episode. It's not too bad, but it's not great. But it happened. Keep that in mind. All right. Without further ado, here's me and Logan. I'm jealous of your mic. I hate really? my mic. You want to switch? No. I like that mic better, actually. Do you? Yeah. That's why I let you use it. Well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> I don't like holding it. You want to try it? Yeah, let's try it. I wonder if we're going to sound different now. I'm curious. You like that better? Yeah, I like this mic a lot better. I already like holding it better. <laughs> You're joking. I've asked yeah. to switch before. Uh-uh. Yeah. No way, because this conversation would have come up. I like this mic a lot better. But you use this mic all the time, don't you? No. I use this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I'm gonna rock with it. Wait, I'm not ready though. We are recording though. And we're live. And we're rolling. We're not live. We're just rolling. We're just rolling. Well, I mean, currently we're live. We're just not. You're not hearing it live. We're live. We are live. Alive even. And it's going to get sweaty in here by the time we're done. We have to turn our freaking AC off every time. But anyway, and we're in I the guess... hottest room of the house. <laughs> For some reason, this is the fucking sweat cave. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea why. Do you think we could turn the ceiling fan on? No. Have you tested it? I don't need to. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm Brooke Saborin, your host, and usually I'm joined by a guest by now, like a YouTuber guest, but I'm actually joined by my co-host a little early. We've got our own episode today. <laughs> what up, Logan? What's happening? We've been doing a little research, a little show writing. Actually, can I do with the background of this show? Yeah, absolutely. It's like kind of a slight background. But yesterday, I texted Logan, or a couple days ago, I texted Logan and I was like, hey, do you want to sit down for a little bit and then record an episode (laughs) about XX and X? And he's like, yeah, totally. So we sit down together and I'm expecting like a 15-minute sesh. And I kind of crank some stuff out. And Logan's like doing this on his computer and I'm like, what the heck? And he's like, I need another day. So I am in for it and you're in for it. So I don't know what the heck he's talking about, but some of it is going to be, um, <laughs> break out your tinfoil hats. Yeah. No, I was going <laughs> to say, I was going to say. We're actually cutting some of it to be a bonus episode, so we're just going to do, um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. But also, you can look forward to even more cool stuff, courtesy yeah. of Logs. We've got a lot to talk about, just about some stuff, you know, that we both kind of looked over together, and we've got a, you know, we've got a good plan for a good conversation. 
And as as far as you really can plan a good conversation, you know, there's going to be a lot of things come up that aren't written down on this page. Yeah. But <laughs> and, uh, I do have a rabbit hole that I dived down that I'm, it was kind of an exploration journey for me. And uh, there will be a bonus episode to come out along with this. And if you want to follow along with my rabbit hole, my brain down a rabbit hole, and we can explore a topic, this topic is privacy on the internet. Loving that. And, you know, that's really what it, that's what the episode's all about. Like, I'm going to give you a background of where it started, where we're at now, and we're going to f- decide, you know, if we even really, I mean, if we even care. So is this the preview to the bonus episode? Sure. Okay. Cool. Looking forward to it. And I get to hear it before all of you. Ooh. Yeah, bragging Brooke has rights. not heard any of it. She's, she's been like, nope, 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 don't tell me about it. So We actually have a shared notes document, and I haven't peeped, I promise. I've only peeped my own spots because I know where they are. But yeah. there's a lot of writing. I've basically <laughs> written a research paper. Dead. For fun. Which so. I never thought I would ever do. <laughs> Too funny. Before we get into, um, like, our show for today, let's catch up. Yeah. Let's tell the audience about what we've been up to. And uh, I guess it starts with, I start a new job, completely new, and a completely uh, new thing, in, true, true. Uh, like, a week and a half. So I've been on what some are calling a vacation. Some are um, calling the paparazzi have been <laughs> sniffing about. Some are calling it a vacation. <laughs> Basically, it's been a, a stretch of me not having a job. And people are like, wow, it must be must be kind of a nice little vacation for you. And it's actually been like a little bit of torture. Oh, I love it, personally. I've been having a blast with you around. It's been We've been nice doing to, so much cool stuff. It's been nice to be around. We have been doing some cool stuff. We went camping in Georgia. Yeah, I've been having We get to it. hang out <laughs> so much. Um, but work is a huge part of my identity. And what I do for a living and what I do on a day-to-day basis is nev- has, like, it's weird. It's, like, it's never really been my own choice all the time you know so I'm kind of struggling with it a little bit because it's been like what do you mean by that your own choice like you didn't decide like I don't I don't wake up every day and just like have nothing I have to get done according to somebody else well other than you (laughs) 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 I have a short list every day no, um, not every But day. I've been playing a little golf. I've done some fishing. I've got a actually former and hopefully future guest, John Menchik of Fishful Thinking Fishing. He and Ooh. I have become pretty good friends because he happened to be on paternity leave at the same time that this is all happening. So well, we did some, serendipity. <laughs> we did some serious weekday fishing. Wow. Because it was yeah, because we could. And so we've struck up a little bit of a new friendship and yeah. I like it a lot. I'm looking forward to hanging out hanging out with them this weekend. Okay, but which we actually discovered that we had like a silly relationship with him because I met John before Logan, but Logan told me about John. I knew of John because 
somebody I knew before. We had a mutual friend. You know, me and John had a mutual friend who's, he was like, yeah, you need to meet this guy. You need to meet this guy. And so I told Brooke about him, but I hadn't even met him yet. And then Brooke had him on the show. And then we went fishing with him together. And now me and him are becoming good friends. He's really nice. John, if you're listening. Salt of the earth human being. He really is. This is a test for John because Mm -hmm. either we're going to hear that he's listened to it. I'm dead. Or not. No, we'll still link John's channel. See how good of a friend John is. Because John is tight. And he was on the show, so listen to that episode. It was so fun. That was one of the first. Yeah. I think it was like the third or fourth episodes yeah. I released, and it was funsies. Yeah, he's excellent. Yeah. And he just reached 1,000 subscribers. <gasps> shut up. Yeah, just like uh, last week. Oh, He got to 1,000, so John. John's on the move. Let's go. Congrats, John. I just added a little celebration sound effect. Courtesy, courtesy of sapsplat.com. I'm already enjoying this a lot. What do you say we make it a thing? What? Like just us two sitting down, shooting the shit, maybe coming up with a topic and doing a little dive. We should. What other topics do you think we could cover? Oh, we can cover all any... kinds of YouTube history. Ooh. We can cover news surrounding. We can cover... Ooh. Regulation and legislation. Spicy. We can cover YouTube icons from the Ooh. past. Where are they now? Ooh. We can cover... The gears are turning. Yeah. <laughs> we can cover new techniques, new trends, emerging trends. Yes. Current events. Absolutely Ooh. nothing at all. Wait. I can hear our dog squeaking her new toy in the other room. She's so cute. Hey, editing Brooke, leave that in. Of course I will. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she will. (laughs) I know her. So in the fall, when we start doing our weekly episodes again, rather than our bi-weekly, which is summertime, baby, summer break, mm-hmm. let's go. Summer, summer Every time. other week, we are going to be doing um, a solo banty band episode. A Broken Logan exclusive. Yes. And we are going to deep dive on all the YouTube juice. Yep. Exciting. But we're, of course, going to interview our guests regularly. So we'll still have that bi-weekly. And we love our guests. Thank you all. Future, past, present. Killing the game. Every Mm. single one. Mm -mm -mm. What are you doing? All right, let's go to the... I'm like the guy in Migos that goes, Mama! Just providing ad-libs. You kill me. So let's start with the original uh, vision of the pod and how it's evolved. What an idea. Tell me about it. When I first started the podcast, actually, um, by the time you're listening to this, there may or may not be a new trailer, but the original trailer, I will play it here. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborin, a.k.a. your girl middle child lives. And as you can see, I'm not just on YouTube anymore. I started a podcast. Being a small YouTuber can feel like such thankless work sometimes. So I took it upon myself to start a show that will promote growing YouTubers who have big dreams for themselves. The future of YouTube is made up of creators like me who have goals of making this a long-term commitment. 
So on my podcast, we're going to take a deep dive behind those channels and talk to the creators themselves and hear about their process. My podcast is called Storytime Behind the Channel. I think this is going to be a super fun journey and I hope that you guys will come along for the ride. If you want to check me out on YouTube, my channel is called Middle Child Lives and it will be linked in the description. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Very well done. Really? You think so? Yeah. Oh, so good. I love that. I'm glad because when I hear it, I'm like, am I cringing? No, I love it. <laughs> it really is awesome. Oh, so nice. But we're going to redo it. Yeah. Uh, because first and foremost, I feel like you've become a bigger part of the pod than originally, like I think we expected. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, I was kind of like, was I even in the first episode? Yeah. You've been in the episode since day one. Damn. That wasn't a, like a last minute idea. Yeah. It was like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Before like launch day. I, I was like, like yeah. you want to be in it? Like after the <laughs> podcast was recorded. After the first yeah. episode was recorded. Because I was like, release. I feel like it needed a little, like, I know we have the game in every episode, but, like, something consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, we do have inspiration from Shadow Armchair Expert, a really good podcast that we listen to, and... Because why would Yeah, they do kind of a format, like we do and we took inspiration from them and also they're one of the biggest podcasts in the world so why not take inspiration from a podcast we like and is successful <laughs> right no and it's going great yeah it's a lot of fun i would say it's something i mean it, and if nothing else it's something that we get to do together every week every other week it's something we get to plan mm-hmm. together yeah it's a fun thing we like it. Yeah, and it's caused some serious frustrations and, like, a couple fights, but also, like, a lot of good, uh, like... Bonding. Yeah. Bonding. And <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I like yeah. it. Less fights than connection. Than yeah, bonding. for sure. For sure. Oh, well, I mean, if any of you listeners are in a relationship... Speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're doing something together. So. <laughs> and it takes like a little Dead. bit of planning and coordination. So, yeah. You can you can imagine. I think that's where this, the... <laughs> right. There's a little tension involved sometimes, but uh, that's cool. We don't mind it. Yeah. Plus, sometimes it's cute for the show. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah. It works out. For everybody involved. I am too dead. So we've already referenced that I, my involvement in this podcast was an afterthought as much as I've enjoyed it, but you are the driving force behind this channel. Like, where did it start in your mind? And tell us a little bit about the original vision and mission of this thing. As you and some listeners might already know, I literally quit my job, not to pursue YouTube, but it kind of turned into that. And yeah, like I said in that trailer, it is a think, a thankless, really thankless work. I realized how many people out there were just exactly like me doing all this thankless work, and I just wanted to at least one person at a time show other people 
all this work that they're doing for like this dream they have because I think that is admirable and awesome um, but what I realized over time was that that I feel like that vision of YouTube isn't necessarily dead but there's so much more to it now like as an asset to your business a channel could be people use it to educate clients if they're like trainers or educators or what I'm trying to say is there are just like so many different uses to and visions to a YouTube channel ones that I didn't imagine before and that my eyes are open to and the podcast can shine a light on so much more than I originally imagined. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun for me. I've learned a ton about how people are using YouTube on the creator side. More than just from, you know, finding new channels to watch, which I have. I'm learning a lot of what it takes to create on YouTube and what the incredible diversity that comes with what people want to get out of it as a creator. There are a ton of different reasons people create videos <laughs> and, uh, and a ton of different processes behind it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a fun journey so far. I'm looking forward to the next 10 years or so. Yeah, a 10 plus. <laughs> see you then. Where, is, uh, where do you see the podcast going as it continues to grow and evolve? Honestly, I have... <laughs> way bigger dreams for this podcast than I even had for my YouTube channel originally. So (laughs) honestly, I see us doing like a really good job with this. And maybe it doesn't always look like a podcast about YouTubers. I hope we never stray from this, but we have Odyssey Outdoors coming out and Mm -hmm. that might turn into another podcast. I mean, I just feel like our options are endless like you said this podcast would be nothing without you because you are just the shining bright star (laughs) but also it would be nothing without me and I am the driving force and I'm willing to never give up and keep pushing and growing so as long as you fluff your tail every time we're ready to record and (laughs) 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 and Bring the silly little jokes. I think that we are just going to be doing some great things. Shedding light on some of the biggest future YouTubers there are. Talking to very incredible inspirational creators. And honestly, I hope that eventually we're somehow recognized by YouTube. I know I'm such a big dreamer, but like I even have reached out to them. Actually, today already, I was like, hey, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Brooke. I have a podcast about uh, YouTube, and I really hope that we have a relationship in the future. (laughs) So, you know, I have big dreams. Yeah, keep a lookout for us. Yeah. What about you? This has been an excellent introduction to podcasting and to speaking for me, and I'm enjoying our conversations a ton. And it's inspired me to consider starting a podcast of my own. If I was going to start a podcast, it would be about fishing. And I think that the world could use another fishing podcast. Like, there's really... Mm -hmm. I haven't really found one that's out there about the Carolinas. And I have friends that love to hear themselves speak. So, 
I think they would be excellent guests for the show. I've met a lot of people, and um, I'm really, really enjoying being a part of this one, and I'm looking forward to where you take it, because really, I am just riding in the sidecar. (laughs) You're driving the motorcycle, and I'm riding in the sidecar, eyes wide, tongue flapping in the wind, like... Yeah, that's that's it's where true. I am You're on this so podcast, this. and I love it. I love just being second chair, you know? Yeah. I'm enjoying my complimentary role, and... And you're so good at it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm... I, uh... You I think so, too. I yeah. think so, too. Yeah. And I enjoy the hell out of it. So, <laughs> it makes me kind of want to take the reins on my own podcast. Yeah. I am... We're so different, you know? You and me? Yeah. Yeah, so true. And the way, like, our podcasts would sound so different, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so analytical, and I would do these deep dives, and I would just, I would do it differently than you do it, but I love the way that you do it, you know? And For me. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for for us, you know? I love the way, I love the way that you run our podcast, and I have no criticism on it whatsoever. Um... I fully enjoy being a part of it. I enjoy listening to it. And I'm not sure, you know, it's, it's given me more confidence all the time on maybe the world would enjoy what I have to say, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, that that's, like, the biggest barrier to entry for me. Oh. It's just, like, what do I really have to say that somebody else doesn't, you know? Well, it's because... The internet is just so vast. Like the piece, people that like the exact the exact same things as you, are out there. You just have to somehow reach them. Yeah, and that's the beautiful but thing about the people YouTube. do want to hear what you have to say. Trust me, there everybody wants to hear what everybody has to say. That's what I've definitely found out. And it's never been more accessible to us, <laughs> especially because you've already invested in the equipment. We already have the mics. We and got we have it. the studio. Which but, we have to update on that. But wait, I, we're not done with this. Yeah, so it's been an inspiration to me. I've learned a lot. It's changed the way that we live. You know, like this is a part of our lives now. And it's awesome. It's fun. And it is super fun. So my vision is to ride your coattails into greatness. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe I'll start my own. Maybe I won't. We shall see. A lot of it depends on what kind of time my new job allows me. What? What are you looking at? You're holding the microphone backwards. No. Okay, we're good now? We're back. We just exited for just a second because we realized that Logan was holding his mic backwards, but all is good. It's my first time using this microphone. Yeah. We switched it's, mics for the first time since the inception of this podcast because I finally con- confessed that I didn't like the microphone that I'd been using. And it turns out Brooke had been letting me use the microphone that she preferred for the whole time. Whoops. Because she loves me. So and we switched. So we switched, but she didn't tell me that I needed to hold it a certain direction. Yeah, so I panicked, and I was like, oh, no, we have to start over. She looked at my mic like there was a giant venomous spider (laughs) crawling on it that was surely going to bite me, and I got a little scared. I was horrified. But we went back. We listened to it. It was fine. Totally usable. My voice carries better than Brooke's, so. But now the rest of the episode is going to sound better. Yeah. So here you go. 
So YouTube's got a new uh, a new CEO, a new chief, and we're going to talk a little bit about the letter that he sent to all YouTube creators, because if you're a creator out there, you got this, and you probably didn't read it, so we'll go over it for you. But we both did. Woo! And it was uh, pretty cool stuff, so we have a lot to talk about. And it inspired my deep dive into online advertising and information in general. Beep the bonus epi. Yep. So Neil Mohan was YouTube's chief product officer. So he's responsible for a lot of the things that you've seen come to YouTube over the past years. The new innovations, oh. the especially like shorts, that was one of his major products. Wait. His major projects. Okay. Can I ask questions during this? Oh, yeah. But not yet. Okay. (laughs) So Neil is a writing things down. (laughs) Neil's a Stanford grad for undergrad and MBA, and before he worked at YouTube, he worked for a company called DoubleClick, which is double burp, double click, double burp, double click. Let's go. Yeah, double burp. He worked for double burp. Let's go. Uh, But he worked for DoubleClick, which is was a pioneer in online advertising. That's in the news articles I read from the New York Times, from the India Times, because he's Indian American, so India's hype about this. His background is sold to us as in advertising, but I think there's something deeper than that. So Neil's letter starts uh, with a little nostalgia. He kind of reminisces on the first time he walked through the YouTube office when it was just a little place above a pizza parlor way back before it was ever google affiliated or it was just a couple of guys a couple of people working there um and he launches straight into his priorities for because this letter is to the youtube creator community his priorities for servicing creators in 2023 and beyond um so he talks about expanding subscription services which to individual channels that is which is a serious opportunity for those of us out there in the creator community and just um, allowing gifts to be sent, tips, payments direct from consumer to uh, to the people or to creators. He also talks very quickly in one sentence about investing in shopping. And I have no idea what he means in that. So I would like to know, but I have stuff on that for later. Yeah. All right, Brooke, we'll get to that later. So I'm curious on what that would mean. I'm hoping it's like being able to sell merch from your channel through YouTube. Um, But I really don't know. Through the last year they've done, or the last year or two, AI has just become so big. You know, it's growing, like they've really started to figure it out. AI is becoming a serious force on the internet and in content generation. They're using it to allow you to put captions on your website, which is enormous for the deaf community out there. Um, For hearing impaired and even visual impaired, they're working on making YouTube a more accessible place for consumers to reach even a broader audience than it already does. Yeah, and one of our past guests talked about that, actually. Peep our episode with Cora. He then talks about how huge gaming has become on YouTube and it's a driving force behind their business right now. There are also, he talks about how they're working on streaming. So quick break in this, in our list here. 
shorts was created to compete with TikTok, right? It was created to uh, provide... That was one of my questions. Shorts was created to compete with TikTok directly as okay. a more conscious and, like, concerted effort to just, like, provide quality content in a short format than YouTube or than TikTok might do in a more mindless, pointless fashion. It's... They're providing what you actually want to see or things that might educate you or things that might entertain you in a better sense than just some dance trend or with something they have like guidelines on YouTube. Right. Yeah. And it's just a it's a it's a better format for the consumer and a healthier format for everybody. Um, Period. So, right. Right. Period. So now it sounds like Honestly, they're going after. Honestly, TikTok is garbage. Yeah, TikTok. You didn't is hear garbage. it here first. That's for sure. <laughs> no, you've heard it somewhere else, but you're hearing it here again. Yeah. Um, so now it sounds like they're going to go after Twitch. They are working on really. I have stuff about that too. Working on their streaming, as part of uh, one of YouTube services and being able to stream live on YouTube is something that's coming and going to grow rapidly because streaming is so big. I should get into that. You should get into streaming. Shoot, I've always wanted to. Right? And I have a friend to help me out. Um, on the topic of shorts, one of the many YouTube features Neil helped develop and grow, uh, he flouts the fact that YouTube shorts are getting more than 50 billion views per day. And YouTube shorts and the views that you get on your shorts are actually a major factor in one of their new opportunities for creators and early access. Um, it allows you to kind of bypass the thousand, the subscriber limits and the watch time hours um, to gain early monetization if you can excel in shorts. And Brooke will talk about that a little bit later on. He then talks about how they want to get more podcasts on their platform and how they're going through RSS integration will be live to YouTube this year. Can you tell us what RSS integration is? Yeah. Because I that's a question I actually, have. Actually, I, I, would, about it. I will get into the podcast later. I didn't have that planned for today, but actually that is something I know about because as a podcast producer, like obviously Can it's you something tell us, I'm informed of. Like really quick what RSS integration is because um, I, I don't get it. Yeah, so essentially your RSS feed is something that you receive from your distributor after you send them your product. So you give them the product, they give you the RSS, which allows you access to the people they distribute to. So you can send your RSS to Spotify, for example, and then it can be a show on Spotify. So they sort of distribute your show for you via your RSS. Oh, cool. So you'd be able to put it into Riverside and just post it to YouTube. Yeah, I don't distribute through Riverside. I only record through there. How do you distribute? I think they do distribute on Riverside. Uh, I use Anchor, which was just bought by Spotify, which is clutch because obviously Spotify is going to give its users its their best. So I love that. Nice. So yeah. you'll be able to one click, post it to Spotify, Apple Music, and now YouTube is what they're saying, huh? Yeah, in theory. Huh, cool. And then real quick, there's much more coming for the future. 
AI, like they said, is they're going to open up as many different channels for creation through AI as possible to creators right through YouTube. They're talking about security for kids and also engaging with proposed proposed legislature like Bill C-11 in Canada. Censorship is a hot topic in the U.S. They'd have a hard time getting a bill even onto the floor of any of our houses of Congress. But in Canada, there's actually a bill that's on its way through the parliament up there um, that in YouTube's words would limit content to what the government thinks is proper rather than what people are actually interested in. So you'd have to fit a category. I don't know much about it. That can be a deep dive for another time. But there is a a censorship bill on the floor in Canada. Um, His ending words of the letter is the best of YouTube is yet to come. And I think we're all excited about um, the path that YouTube is on. It's a platform that we stand behind personally, and I think that um, is an easy one to stand behind because Mm -hmm. it is so much more thoughtful in what you can, like, there's plenty, there's, there's something for everybody, but if you are looking for thoughtful content that is mindful and meaningful, YouTube is the place to find it, you know, yes, it is a far better source for real life enriching content than any other platform on the internet Mm -hmm. or on TV, in my opinion, I finished reading that letter from Neil inspired and hopeful Yeah. for the future. Absolutely. Definitely. YouTube is going in a great direction. I'm happy to be a part of the process that, or a part of the platform, even by proxy. Mm-hmm. And as a star, Odyssey Outdoors. <laughs> right. You guys have yeah. no idea the awesome video a that we filmed. Star. Oh my gosh. It is so sick, the one that we just filmed. Yeah. I can't wait till it's released, which is not super close in the future, unfortunately, for you guys, but we lived it, so fortunately for us, give me yep. some. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you say that Neil was the head of before? Double click. No, 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 uh, in YouTube. Oh, chief product officer. Product officer, and what does the product officer do? The product officer is... The guy that comes up with new programs and new innovations to the product. So he's ultimately responsible for the implementation of YouTube Shorts, of the algorithm that shows you what you want to see on the side. You know, he's ultimately responsible for the display of the website and the way that it interacts with the user. He's mm-hmm. he's responsible for the way that YouTube works and looks. Okay, so my only concern, now hear me out. I know we were talking about it did sound uh, hopeful and uh, nice, everything from right. Neil. But you do have to look in between the lines sometimes. This is where I always have my tinfoil hat on. Yep. It's like trying to read between people's lines because at the end of the day, I... I'm wary of business people, and Neil is clearly a business person, and of course I'm not bashing Neil right now, business people is business people, but you have to wonder about the intention of, uh, two things that we covered already is 
the competition with TikTok and um, the subscriptions that they're offering now, which I do have pros and cons about that. But firstly, we are what competing with TikTok for attention at the end of the day, which as a creator, <laughs> I constantly wrestle with, of course, because I don't necessarily think that attention farming is an ethical business to be in. Right. And the use of TikTok as a platform is attention farming. So why are we trying to be that? You know what I mean? Right. So I And I, yeah, of course, we're trying to pry users away from there and get them on YouTube and whatever. But but if they're not doing it ethically, which they're not, I don't care what anybody says, like they're not, why are we, why, like why, like I said, why are we trying to be that, you know? So that's my first concern. I hear that. I think a lot of it has to do with, it's an opportunity for creators to grab attention and for somebody to look to the bottom of the screen and be like, huh, this is a cool video. Yeah. What else do these people got? Yeah. And boom, you're at their profile. All their full-length videos are right there. You know, and TikTok yeah. doesn't have that. That's it fair. doesn't have the depth. Okay. It allows for the, the attention grabbing. Like a trailer. Right. It's like, right. A I lot of that. creators that I look at use interesting snippets from their videos as their shorts right like it's like a highlight reel that's fair i think the difference is youtube has the depth of long-form video to rationalize the short-form video yes okay. there is yeah. still a lot like you could just doom scroll through youtube shorts and no there doubt. are short only creators which there, that's there fine no shame but it's also a chance for youtube creators to get noticed quicker on a larger scale yeah, Fair. and to use it as a way to funnel people to their channel. Fair. Super fair. And like you said before, um, there are new opportunity for um, being accepted into the partner program, the partnership program and shorts is one of them. And do you know how many views per 90 days you wow. should have for your short to be active as a partner it's got to be a million guess again is it higher mm-hmm four million it's 10 million 10 million per, every 90 days oh i guess it's not per video per 90 no, days yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah i mean with 50 billion a day what's i'm gonna look at right yeah, now I think you said 10 billion a day no you? 50 billion views per day worldwide so 50 billion Let's no. So you have to have 10 million per 90 days. Um, so 50 billion. Oh, that's so many zeros. My calculator won't go that high unless I turn it sideways. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gotta love the sideways calc. So 50 billion times 90 days is 4 trillion 500 billion views in 90 days, right? That's how many short views are going to be in 90 days. So if you have to get 10 million divided by 4 trillion 500 billion. Oh, 
such a big number. I know. You I'm have scared, to. What the heck? You have to get. I hate those. Point zero two percent of worldwide views in ninety days. It's cray cray, tiddly cray. Point zero two percent. What YouTube is feeding you to watch feeds directly into what I want to talk about as my deep dive today All right. for the bonus episode. Heck yeah. So, so um, this is where we cut out. Okay. So while we were here, I did just want to go into some of the other YouTube news other than Neil becoming in charge. Well, they have changed their requirements for the partnership program. It was a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch time hours, right? Yeah. And that's total watch time hours? No, that's within three hundred and sixty five days. Okay. So it's like a rolling three sixty five, so it's not like, oh, I started on January first and then on January first all of a sudden it restarts. You're just gotcha. going day by day. So you pretty much need to have a regular audience to achieve that regularly. You know what I mean? You can't just have one viral video and be like a part of the partnership program forever, which actually is funny that that got brought up. I'm going to bring up my channel really quick. So you know my um, magnet fishing video has always kind of popped off. Yeah. It's my most watched video on my channel, which is so ironic because like I wish it wasn't, but it is. So ever since they changed all of these policies, the views on that video have absolutely dropped to really? like a total halt. So I feel like along with um, some of these changes, they've also changed the lifespan of videos. And huh. rather than pushing them to viewers that it may intrigue, that may be viewing it three years after it was originally released, it's more like... Well, if you're not watching it in three months, you'll probably never see this video again. You think so? I mean, that's how they've I'm shortened feeling. the life cycle, huh? Just because a lot of my videos are um, like really dying off, the ones that got regular viewership, like really regular. Like even if it was just ten views a day, I would bank on ten views a day on that video. Right. You know, or like my magnet fishing video, I was getting a thousand views here and there. You know. It was honestly popping off, which is interesting because they, when they changed their requirements, they did change um, one thing in particular, which is that you need three videos posted within 90 days, which on average is one video a month. So if you are not posting one video a month, you will be rejected from the partnership program. So you essentially are signing on to be an active employee rather okay. than um, someone who may be accepted in, has a really good set of videos, and just like uses it as passive income. Sure. So that's why I think my videos have died to a halt. I think that they're leaning more on who is contributing regularly as kind of an employee role. You kind of are. You know, like they're counting on you because Definitely. their business doesn't go forward unless you do, unless you're creating. And they're like, we got people out here creating, like we just don't need people that aren't. Yeah, definitely. It's, I have mixed feelings about it, but that's why I assume that happened. Okay. Um, but here are the new 
the, yeah, the past criteria were uh, the 1,000 subscribers and the 4,000 4, public watch time hours, which, I mean, if you have those things, you can apply to be in the partnership program. It isn't like an automatic thing, but unless you're consistently not following the community guidelines, you don't really have a big issue being accepted into the program. And being a part of the program in the past has included things like um, support, so creators can um, email or chat with people that will help them out with their channel and help them out with copyright claims. Speaking of copyright claims, it also gives them access to the copyright tool, which is really useful for creators because it will alert them if anybody uploads their video. Mm. And then it will allow them to make a copyright claim against them and say, like, this is my video. I want that 7,000 views on my video, and I want to get paid for that. Like, I created this. So it gives them access to that, which is really useful for a lot of, especially bigger creators, music creators. No doubt. And then, of course, it gives them to AdSense monetization, which is run through Google and... A number of other things, including um, the community page, which you don't need to be a partner to have access to that. Like I have access to it. You just sort of have to be an an active user. Um, But the new criteria is a little different. It has actually tiers instead of just being a partner or not being a partner. So it has um, something for all users is the community tab now. So the community tab is useful for uh, users with really interactive audiences. So you can do polls, you can ask questions, you can do like blog posts. So you can do like really longer formed. Written pieces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can add like one picture for attention and then you can add like, I don't know how many characters they allowed, but you can add quite a bit. You can really write it out. I'm thinking like recipes when you find them online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And I've even used it for announcing a new video. I'll put like the thumbnail and say like I put out a new video. I think I've run a poll. I don't really know. But let me tell you, when I got invited to use the community tab, that was litty, litty, litty. I was like, wow, recognition. Let's go. I have the community tab. But I'm glad that everybody can use it now. So nowadays, I've never uploaded a video to YouTube. I can go on and use it. Use the community tab. tab. Yeah, anybody can use it now. Cool. So the next tier is called the early access tier. The requirements for the early access tier are 500 subscribers, three valid uploads in the past 90 days, and either 3,000 watch time hours or... 3 million views on shorts. Okay. So you could upload three videos in 90 days that would get seven views each. But if you're getting big views on your shorts, you can get in on the early access yeah. monetization. Yeah. There. Oh, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Those are, that's everything. You also get the email and chat support and you get to use the copyright tool. But no, that does not include monetization. But it does include memberships. Oh. Which you mentioned before. The subscription service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think Patreon. You can uh, subscribe for a monthly fee and get access to exclusive content. I think you can also send money directly, but I'm not completely sure. Yeah, you always have been able to, right? Um, 
four partners. Got you. Um, so yeah, that is available to the first tier, aka the early access tier. So that's trying to attract people who are primarily shorts. Well, oh, you think so? I think so. I think that's an oh. option for people to receive gifts and tips from shorts and try and entice them into creating longer form video as a part of the to create depth in their hmm. content creation. Interesting. That's what it feels like to me is they're okay. that's that's how they're doubling down on their short on shorts is by allowing this tier to monetize shorts. Hmm. Okay. Interesting theory. Because it doesn't seem very lucrative or advantageous to people who are creating longer form videos. The first tier? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just the first. I it mean, seems most advantageous to those people yeah. that are primarily creating shorts and enticing them into creating longer form video. Okay. Well, the way I s I've seen it marketed is like they call it early access. So it gives you kind of a snippet of what it would be like to have that thousand subs, which is the next tier. You want to hear right, about that's, it? Right. Yeah, I do. Right. And that's what I'm saying is like, they're like, hey, you're making this, but you could be doing this if you just came out with some seven minute videos. Yeah, that's Instead fair. of your one minute jaunts. Yeah, true. Because for people who know what they're doing and commit, three million views can't be too bad. No. Can't be too hard. Not out of 50 billion a day. Four and a half trillion <laughs> yeah, per scroll, 90 scroll, days, scroll. you know, that two, that three million scroll, ain't that hard to get to in. if you know what you're doing. So the full partnership program um, is still the, the 1,000 subscribers, the 4,000 uh, public watch time hours, but also now they do include the three videos within 90 days, three valid videos. Of course, they can't um, interfere with the community guidelines, obviously. And the benefits of that are that the shorts are monetized, which is actually new. Is it? Yeah, it's brand new. Shorts were never monetized at, until as of, um, gosh, I don't even know, June or July. It doesn't matter. At this point, they're monetized. You guys get it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so shorts for the full partnership program, shorts are monetized, and the average payout for a Long-form video is 0.018 cents per view, but it varies from 1 to 3 cents per view per ad. So if you do do a longer video, say a 20-minute video, and you can cram 2 to 3 ads in there, you're getting a couple more cents per A penny watch. per ad view? Wow. That's about the bottom, the, the bottom dollar. Okay. Is one penny per ad view. You can get up to three, and it really depends on a lot of variables that not a lot of people understand. Let me tell you. But yeah, that's about what people are making. So you'll get that. And um, by the way, that payout was updated June of this year, so modern times. You also get the chat and email support for creators who are having issues on their channel. You get the copyright match tool, and you get what you were talking about earlier, 
the shopping tool, which allows you to add external links to your videos directly. So oh. if, say, you post a short and you're wearing a cute dress and you can just link it and then you can actually get um, an affiliate commission. So that's clutch for people who do like affiliate marketing. That's going to be really good for your bank accounts, baby. Right. You probably you didn't pay just right on the traffic. The you don't even... Yeah. You're not even responsible for whether or not they buy it. You go, they click that link and go to the website. You get paid. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, that's um, what the new shopping tab is about. So if you're in the full partnership program, you have access to that. So get that bag, affiliate marketers. This does offer a lot of opportunity for creators i also see some drawbacks including one that i wanted to mention to you before and i have a question about your opinion about okay is the use of subscriptions do you think that they're just adding that because it could be like kind of a future loophole for them to pay less for their creators because they're like, well, look, you're making 20K a year from your subscribers. We can get away with paying you 30K a year. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> I know. I'm just so skeptical sometimes. I'm a little slow. I'm hoping that it's just a tool to create more dedicated viewership. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's my optimistic stance on it. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, anyway... That's all the news that I have about YouTube and like what's going on. Actually, there is more, but if you're a creator, you probably know about it. And if not, we'll probably talk about it on a future episode. No but doubt. I do want to give a little follow up on our dude that um, I always wave at. Guess oh, what yeah? happened the other day? What happened? No, you know what happened, but the audience. Oh yeah. Didn't. I was at. It I was, was a rhetorical question to the audience. <laughs> okay. But. <laughs> Logan and I were driving, and he was literally on the other side of the street. On a main road. Yeah. Four-lane road. And he waved first. Talk about a W. Dubbing all over the place. Two lanes on each side. Yes. But anyway, that was... That was a big moment. I I got a lot of life stuff, but we're hot in here, and we got to go. We got to get the (laughs) AC turned back on. We'll catch you guys next time. So, Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our exciting guest next week. We had a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to taking our conversations, Sam's guest, to, uh, to a new height as we go forward into, mm-hmm. the, into the fall and the, sun, and the winter. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to listen in for that bonus epi for that part that we cut out. You guys have no idea what it says, but we do. <laughs> it's it's a rabbit hole deep dive, but I think we did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, Logan did. I was just the listener. I was like you guys sitting back. I gave a couple of mm-hmms. A little bit of this, a little yeah, bit of that. But I but got started, much. and I had a lot to say. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, catch you guys next time. Hey, y'all, it's Logan. I just wanted to issue a quick statistical correction on a number that I threw out there during the episode. The number that it would take, you know, you need 10 million views to gain partnership solely based on your shorts views. And there are 4.5 billion 
shorts views in 90 days. You need 10 million. I threw out a number that was a little bit wrong. The actual number is 0.002%, two thousandths of a percent. And um, I believe I said 0.02%. I just missed a decimal in there when I was doing the math. There's a lot of zeros. Bye.